Welcome back, everybody. I'm Tom Fury, and this is Zero News. Um, it's good to see you. Um, I'm sorry, this is another unplanned one today, and I'm well. I always say I'm not planning to stick around, but I'm really not planning to stick around because I only want to bite off a small chunk of a much larger cake today. Um, but it's a start. It's a start in telling a much larger story. But the smaller story is this. Um, I'm not a parent, right? And as anybody knows, that, that means there's an understanding that you as parents have got that I will never have. Um, and obviously, if there's stuff going in schools, you're going to know more about it more often than I am. You're going to hear it more often. And yet still, I find myself constantly outraged by the fact that in, what, in the time I suppose I've been doing this podcast, that um, it's become acceptable for uh, transgender athletes to go whipping women's asses um, in in every race, a fight or whatever else that they get involved in. Um, more worryingly is that, well, just as worryingly is that children. So we were going through this phase where to raise your voice at a child was considered to be abuse, which was ridiculous, but that's the way we were going. So to raise your voice at a child is abuse, but to allow them to have their sex changed artificially at a young age isn't abuse. Um, how you couldn't call it female, if it was a female, for instance, how you couldn't call that female genital mutilation, I do not know. But somehow people have convinced themselves into this that that's, that's noble because they've been born in the wrong body. I mean, that's noble, um, but raising your voice at a child isn't. Um, and this is the world that we've gone into. In, and then I'll tell you what I feel is in such a short time. And I, I have to sometimes I have to look up the word misogynist to remind myself the exact d dictionary definition. And um, it's interesting the women misogynist because it's basically somebody's got a, a chip on their shoulder about everything to do with women, right? But it's funny because I know a lot of women that basically are the same about men. They've got a chip on their shoulder and everything is a man's fault. I don't think there's a name for that, though, is there? Um, and this disparity is something that continues. I do know that the original feminists um, have sort of said, well, one, they're very unhappy with the fact that, that this transgenderism and stuff has taken away the rights that they fought for. But also, I, I think that there's some regret that people wanted men to show their feelings and um, for men to open up more and all this other stuff. Now, if you look at comedy shows, uh, comic moments and films, it's all about our women rolling in their eyes, putting up with men, constantly overshowing their feelings, constantly um, crying about things, constantly whinging about things. Women hate it because surprise, surprise, it's not a social construct that women, alpha women are attracted to alpha males. It's a real thing. It's a primal thing. And we're in an age of denying anything that's primal, um, especially from the left. We deny all primal instincts. Um, and this is where 
This idea of toxic masculinity has come from in denying all primal instincts as being anything positive. Um, and this is where your Andrew Tate's come in, certainly where your Jordan Peterson's come in, um, and people like this who have empowered men. But I am living proof. The reason I've come on, I am living proof to to oh I, I'm, I've already reported that Babs a while back twice now actually that that um that a just so everybody else knows so so yeah Babs is right there, there I reported about six straight months ago now that there is a charity that has been set up by someone who detransitioned because they said that the NHS were flippant didn't give them really much warning that he had to have three appointments and they were allowed to change their sex, which they totally regretted. There's loads of other people that regret it as well. So they set up a charity that is that that, that now allows you to detransition. It's crazy, but it was it, it you're now seeing the results of people getting what they want or parents getting what they want, and that is that down the line there are regrets. Some of those things can be undone. Some of those things can never be undone. And those people often are very confused people. Surprise, surprise. Um, and this is what happens when you jump the gun. There's a lot of parents looking to be cool and have transgender kids. And Milo brought up a good point. He said it was more acceptable to have transgender children than it was to have a gay child still. And that wouldn't surprise me in the weird mind of certain uh, neighbourhoods. So. I'm living proof of what happens when you talk about uh, toxic masculinity. So toxic masculinity, the idea. So now it's all politicized and everything else. Everybody's heard of it. And, and so it's it's not a new thing. But to the idea that of toxic masculinity has been around for a long time. Um, the whole time that, that women have been, in fairness, fighting their way to having all the rights that men had there's also been a lot of bitterness there on both sides so but it's not women by the way this is leftists that have done this um it's not not women that came up with this um this toxic masculinity idea this is all from the from the left um in fact when I, you speak to most normal women they don't agree with this toxic masculinity idea that they actually want men to be men so I just want to say that now because it's, this is not me getting at women at all. It's feminist Marxist, yeah, but that's different. So, due to and I've got to be careful what I say because everybody in my family is still alive and everything else, right? But so I just say this: due to circumstances well beyond my control, because I was far too young uh, to be able to control them. Um, and here's the sad thing: I think through no through no deliberate attempt nobody deliberately attempted to fuck me up and nobody even tried to make me hate men nobody was trying to damage me okay but what i get so angry about when i watch these people fighting over what should and shouldn't be taught in schools is they're fighting to, they're fighting for to have things taught that have never been taught in schools before we don't know what damage they can do they've, they've got no scientific backing there's been no studies done on them I mean, you wouldn't teach anything else in school that had no studies on it, would you? You would wait until it's a proven, tested, tried subject before you'd put it in the school. 
yet they're having transvestites out to meet children. It's not right. You you research a subject thoroughly first. It's not the way they're doing it. So, so I get angry for this because of all the things that they're putting your children through and as a result, our society through. And amazingly, these people now think we, that, that, that other than us terrible people on the right, that other than that, there's no trauma to be had in society. And it's like, Jesus Christ, you guys, you guys are the trauma of society. So what happens when you're young? And I mean, let's say, let's say under than eight, under eight years old. In 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 my case, again, there was no there was no uh, what's the word malicious intent behind it, but it still shows you about idealism, right? I was told, I was told how toxic men were for my entire childhood, and that was great. Because it meant I had a lot more women friends. It meant that I was really close to my mum and my sister. It meant that I had a lot more conversations. I learned a lot more about women. I, I know a lot more about women than, than some blokes. Um, I Yeah, it gave me a lot. Um, and I definitely think it made me a more sensitive person. But in as in understanding women a bit more, talking to women a lot more. But the idea that I was being taught that men were toxic and men were evil and men were bad, guess what happens? One day, my voice breaks. And I'm aware that that's the first stage of me turning into this, what should be, what I would imagine most teenagers look forward to, becoming a man. But for someone who's heard nothing but how bad they are, you're about to turn into the enemy. You are, you've been bitten by a uh, zombie and you're now on the turn. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm making a joke of it, but in all seriousness, when you've heard nothing else but that from the age of eight years old, you start to think, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm becoming the very thing I hate. And what you don't realize is it's okay you have testosterone flowing around your body that makes you like a fox in a chicken coop at times, especially when you're young, you know? It's okay um, that you have maybe, maybe I don't know, a bit of a bad temper when you're younger. It's, o- it's okay. It's okay that you want to strut your stuff and be cocky sometimes. It's okay that you, it's okay to have impulses um, as long as you control the worst of them, as long as you can be, you know, be a decent person, even if you've got to be a dick sometimes, or be a, I mean, it's not all got to do with bad things, but being a man and 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 everything else, as much as it's to do with um, certain morals, certain ethics, it's also about the impulses that you have and the, the um, and the, 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 even the predisposition towards violence that you feel. I know it's not a massive predisposition. The difference between men and women is not that much, but on an average scale, if you were to take the extreme ends, it's quite a lot different. And the reason I mention this, as I said, this is a small part of a much bigger cake, which we'll get to when I'm ready down the line. But this is just me talking about the idea of toxic masculinity. Imagine the transgenderism. Imagine all these other ideas that they are, they are throwing. Hey, hey, stop. Sorry. That they are throwing at these people. 
Um, and now come back to the fact that lockdowns have just been reported as what a surprise, what we all knew already. Lockdowns have just been reported as bigger killers than COVID. Lockdowns have just been recorded as uh, causing the NHS not to treat cancer properly, causing heart attacks, causing this, causing that. Lockdowns being blamed for everything but rain at the moment. Um, some of that probably fairly, some of that probably cop out. Um, but what a surprise that we all knew going way back. So you've got this problem um, and the suicide rates rising. We've, we've got a big suicide problem in Britain and in the West. Um, what, 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 I think it's over. Um, I, I can't actually remember the statistic now. Um, oh, yeah, you know, the, the largest killer of men under 45 in the UK is suicide. Suicide rates um, at the age of 70 have risen. Suicide rates rate sorry, suicide rates at the age of uh, around 20 to 22 have risen. So they're on the rise on all ends of the spectrum. I don't think they've risen much when people in their 70s and that before, and they are now. Um, people are topping themselves, but the biggest killer of men under 45, that's above heart attacks, that's above car crashes, that's above cancer, that's above all of it. Um, and that was pre-COVID. That was pre-COVID what figures they are now at the moment they look low but that's because it takes i think it's 18 months for the data to be compiled about suicides because it takes six months for inquiry so you won't get the proper numbers for a couple of years so but it's looking bleak so now more than ever people need to really start kicking up about what's being taught in schools what's being taught to their children period um but also as well need to be really sens sensitive about what we even teach them. Because like I say, through bad experience with men, um, these women taught me that men were terrible and then I became one. So you can imagine the self-hatred and stuff you've got to go through to then reject the idea, realize that you're just a guy and that's fine. And also to, to start Oh, what's the word? Um, acclimatizing and being okay with having the traits and um, everything else of a guy that are just totally normal. And that you actually realize that most girlfriends you've had have found attractive and things like this, because this is the other side of things. I've, I've spoke to, to women that are at work. Um, and again, this is not an attack on women. This is, this is just people. But I was, I've spoke to women uh, at work and they'd say things like um oh no man would do this for me no uh, you know uh, basically they were rejecting the whole idea that they wanted any kind of protection or any kind of um old-fashioned kind of attention from men but but then when i dated these people every single one of them um would for instance when you're in bed want you to hold them in a position where they felt their words safe um they would all want you to hold them protect them a certain way there's nothing wrong with that by the way there's absolutely nothing wrong with that it's just the point that the very same people that were saying oh no you wouldn't catch me seeing dead doing that well, actually you will and and that's the other thing that people have got to understand is like some people feel like they've got to hold themselves to a to a uh, standard because of what they hear other people saying. 
just understand a lot of those other people are hypocrites. And they may tell you tell you and chat down the coffee shop that, oh, I wouldn't put up with that from any man. Full of shit. Because when the doors are closed and it's just you and them, you know, in the bedroom, they will, not every woman, obviously, but, but a, a lot of women will actually be quite old-fashioned. Um, and I don't mean doing the dishes. I mean, they're just old-fashioned in terms of, yeah, they do like a bit of primal alpha male. And, you know, yeah, they do. And um, they might find it funny. They might find it attractive. They might find it. But, but yes, yeah, some women really do like that. And it's, and it's okay. But what you've got is a bunch of men running around at the moment that don't know whether to pick up a woman's bag because he might get knocked out one minute and then praised by the next person. Um, and the next stage from there is the youngsters that come up with his primal urges and everything else. I mean, how do you chat up a woman now without being accused of sexual assault? Same for women these days, really, the other way around. It's becoming like that. Um, even women aren't safe now. Um, and because women aren't allowed to to um, criticize gay men or um, transsexuals anymore, um, so they're having their their voice shut down as well. But can you imagine then, for all the kids that are going to grow up that may have escaped the transgender mill, that may have escaped these other forms of brainwashing and everything else, only to find themselves growing up in a world where they are told, hey. You were, you were born a misogynist because that's what you are. You, you're just a, a natural-born DNA-fed misogynist. So you're scum before you were even born. So what are you going to do about it? And there are going to be fish that bite because if you know nothing else since you were young, then just, how are you supposed to believe any different? You start to believe when other people start to teach you, when you start to find out the truth, when you start to see the lies. But by then, it's too late. The damage is done. People are fucked up. People are already... Uh, the world is... I think we can all agree. You've got to toughen up. You've got to be tough in this world. But we can also all agree that the world is tough enough as it is without people just making more problems. And every time I feel like we address the left or we address these 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 problems of of transgenderism. Look, as an adult, if someone wants to be transgender, let them carry on. As long as they don't want me to live their fantasy with them, I'm fine with it. Don't ask me to call you a her if when I look at you, you look like um, Clint Eastwood. I'm going to call you a he. Other than that, we ain't got no issues. But when you're someone under 16, when you're, when you're encouraging them, you're pushing them, when you're shaming them, into making them want to change their sex. I mean, is this whole thing about toxic masculinity, why some of the younger men who aren't in sports and that want to change their sex? Do they want to change their sex because they feel disgusted with being men? It makes you wonder. With what I've been through, it makes me wonder if, if they're actually being made to feel bad for being men, especially if they are straight white males who I've told you before, who are right at the bottom of the social ladder. Straight white male, then straight white female, then straight gay male, then straight gay female, then um, black black gay male, then, uh, black straight male, then black straight female, then black gay male, and so on and so on and so on. And I've had black and white people agree with me about this hierarchy that, that I say is the current social um, structure. By the way, I think earlier on I saw 
Phil Yeti on the channel. Um, if I did, he was one of the very, very first people that ever came on Zero News. If you're still on there, hey, man, I hope you're okay. Um, so you can see now why I'm bringing up, as I said, this is just a corner of a much, much bigger cake, which I want to do a much bigger, more planned podcast on one day. But I wanted to start on this this um, this idea of toxic masculinity, because if I can tell you in detail what damage this does to any child, then it should, A, tell you how much more damage these other things do, the, the, the forcing is changing genders and everything else. Um, it also gives you a, a clue of what's to come. But also as well, if you're anything like me, it should make you angry because it's like, how do I put this? Idealistic debates are exactly that. They should be happening outside the realms of reality. What we've got happening at the moment is debates that are happening. One side has facts and one side doesn't. But in this current world, that's irrelevant. Don't know why. You know, why? Don't know. Um, why isn't the side with all the facts um, when they destroy the side without the facts considered the winner? Don't know. This is the world we're living in today. Um, so as a result of that, it's, it's become a lot more complicated to deal with these issues. So when you're talking about something like toxic masculinity, when you're talking about your your kids, these people who want to have these idealistic debates should be doing so outside the realms of affecting other people until they can prove categorically that they are right. Now, the people that are defending science about these issues are already right, and they know that they are. And they are waiting to be proven wrong. They haven't been. Nobody's even bothered doing the studies. So up until somebody can bother to do this, and the reason they haven't bothered to do the studies, by the way, we know why they haven't bothered to do the studies. It's not because nobody can be bothered. It's because they know what answers they'll get. Science won't fit that subject. Science will prove them to be in the wrong. So they're not going to do a study on it. It's going to end up being one of our side that does a study to prove them wrong, and then it'll be considered biased. You can't win with these kinds of things, but that's what it's going to take. Um, in the meantime, you don't need science to tell you that telling a man that, uh, that, that men are terrible until from child to man is a bad thing. You don't need a scientist or a doctor to tell you that. Um, so therefore, you don't need a doctor or a scientist to tell you, hey, perhaps you should wait at least until your child has expressed their sexuality via puberty before you consider even mentioning their sexuality because if they haven't even expressed it via their puberty yet they haven't got a clue how they feel about their sex so how could you possibly possibly talk to a child pre-puberty about what sex they feel that they are when the sex that they are hasn't really come out yet. The, the differences between a, a male and female child are virtually nil. So come on. What angers me is fine. Have your debates. Have your debates. Have all this other stuff. But they know they'd lose. So instead of having the debates, they're taking them straight through the schools and they're dragging your children and other children, generation of children now through this system where they talk about safe spaces and keeping people safe from the likes of us. They are 
They've made child abuse legal. They've made child abuse legal. They've made children being violent to their parents legal. They've they've made uh, they've made so that children can blackmail their parents. Um, they've done all this other stuff, but they are prepared to go and fuck them up in so many ways. Every child I know who's been through the um, the social services, every child I know who's been through the social services becomes pretty much a, a socially acceptable criminal that's that's far wiser about the way things work than either the social services or the parents. Um, and every single time I've seen it, it's been a total failure. Um, and these people are taking kids off people left, right and centre. But not for abusing them by changing their sex. Not for um, ridiculing them for their sex. Um, it's incredible. Um, and certain religions that we know uh, also have a habit of um, hating on um, certain people for their, for their gender as well. But that's the other way around. That's people who hate little white girls. Um, and again, if that's what you're growing up around, imagine the psychological effects. Add social media, you've got the perfect mix for more suicides than we have now. And what we have now is far too many. I think it's something like four point six odd percent. It doesn't sound like a lot. Like I say, it's a bigger killer than it's the biggest killer in men under forty-five. It's been rising in in in. Um, by the way. Biggest killer in men under 45. So that may make you think, oh, so the women aren't as bad then. Actually, the women have a slightly higher attempt rate at suicide. But men tend to use more lethal measures. And this may be slightly reductionist argument, but it's not, it's not incorrect to say that it's most likely due to testosterone. Men will use more lethal measures to make sure they get the job done. That's it. So when you consider that, there's a slightly higher percentage of women that try. And so let's say they had that testosterone. The argument is there could be a higher number of women than, than men. Um, but the point of it is, it's high in both men and women at the moment in terms of their mental state. It's getting worse, guys, is what I'm trying to tell you. But one in three people will suffer some kind of mental thing in their lifetime. But they are getting certain people and telling them what's wrong with them all the time, from parents to doctors to teachers. When you're constantly told what is wrong with you, that's all you tend to focus on. And really, you're supposed to focus on your talents, what's good about you. And what they do is they seem to get certain people, They break. I wonder if it's because they realise they're going to be a problem in the future. They wonder if they realize they're going to be a problem to the state because they break them down. They break the confidence down. I feel like this happened to me, to be honest, but they break the confidence down. They break them down as a person. And then when that person starts to have problems in later life, they then fill them full of drugs and full of uh, bullshit, um, bullshit, toxic masculinity kind of ther therapy. So, further escalating the problem um, and spit you out the other side. And, and if you don't get better, um, say it's all your fault. And I know loads and loads and loads of people that would say, I, I, 
in one way or another, men and women, in one way or another, I relate to that experience. Um, they are they're killing they're going to kill a whole generation of people before long, um, or at least you know they're going to cause a lot more suicides. To me, we've been trying to fight to get the suicide rate as low as possible. Mental health care hasn't changed very much in the last forty years. Um, in terms of the treatments available, there's less treatments available. All that's really available now are different methods of cognitive therapy. If you've got no money, then the only thing really available to you is cognitive therapy in groups. So if you've got severe anxiety and your anxiety is about people, you're fucked. Sorry for my language, but it's necessary. So there's nowhere to go. So you go into the doctor's surgery and by the time you're desperate enough to sit and think, well, it's either take my life or take the tablets that he's offering me, you're probably going to take the tablets he's offering you because you don't really want to die. You just don't want to feel shit anymore. Um, that's the difference. People think that, oh, these people are suicidal. Half of them aren't suicidal. They just don't want to be told they're shit anymore and they don't want to feel the way they do anymore. That's different from being suicidal. It's just them saying, God, make this stop. It's like having a headache every day, the worst headache you've ever had, and you just want that fucking break from it. It's the same feeling, except the only way they can get a break from it is by not living. If they could choose to not live for a day and then come back, they would, you know? But they don't have that choice. So, yeah, I'm not going to go on and on, because like I say, it's such a small part of such a bigger story, bigger puzzle, bigger piece. But when you get this out of me tonight, because I want to say, if anybody does understand what I'm saying and gets what I'm saying, agrees with what I'm saying, again, when you've got us all being called misogynists and when you've got young men being attacked for the normal primal behaviour, and actually women are beginning to be attacked for the very same primal behaviour, um, hey, stop. Sorry. I think that's the time when you know, parents should be a bit more outraged, people should start fighting back, people should start kicking back, and people certainly shouldn't allow this, and you should know what's being said and done with your kids at school as well, because there's so much that is said and done that you don't even know about. Um, and your kids won't tell you because it goes down deep in a place that they can't even access until someday down the line when it's too late. Um, the damage is done now, and they won't even tell you because not because they don't trust you, not because anything like that, because it goes down to the core of your belief system. Um, yeah, and having people aid in that is not very good. So um, anyway, let me just have a quick look through. Just say hello to everybody. So yeah, Yeti, the man. Hey, Babs, great to see you. Christian Knights of London, good to see you. He is child abuse, I think. Don't have any kids, but if I did, I think I I'd be pulling them out of school now. Do you know what? That is that is the thing. That's probably the most common statement. I know you just said you don't have kids, but I think it's the most common statement I've actually seen parents make in the last two years. I'm going to pull my kids out of school. Um, 
And I'll tell you something. At one point, I was said to Jesus Christ, that's too much to take on. Now I think it's it maybe comes to the point where it's actually essential to pull your kids out of school because schooling. We, people will say, "Yeah, but they'll lose the ability to make friends and lose it." But the truth of it is, is that they can't make friends in the way they used to anyway. If this does more damage to them, then they can still have friends. Do you know what I mean? But if this does more damage to them than being at school, it's not the school that we remember where we've got good memories and everything else. It's something else. So be doing them a fucking favour. Why's that doing that? Sorry. Stuff going on is just insane. Yeah, and, and Ben, and again, and I'm only picking a one small example out of it all. The stuff going on is insane. And I'm picking a very, very, um, it's, I say small example. I told you it affected me. It affected me in some seriously bad ways. And, um, you know, when I first became a man, I hated myself. Um, thankfully, thankfully, you know, you... I was smart enough to wake up out of it and see what was going on. And, and I had some help, to be honest. But I was lucky that I did have good people around that could say, hey, look, you need to spend a bit more time with us. And, you know, and that we realised that I was just normal, you know. But not everybody's, not everybody's that lucky. I know, I know to Michael that, I know, I know, mate. They've been teaching kids to hate themselves and their own culture for decades. Yeah, and that's the other part. See, again, I said I was sticking to one small part of it, but that's very true. They have been, from Vin, hey, Vin, they have been, the left have been, have, have hated their own country since before the war, the world wars. Um, specific, Specifically for World War Two, they really hated us. Um, and in and in more recent times, that's why Corbyn supports every country but Britain. Um, so they have been teach, trying to teach us to hate ourselves for a long time. That's true. When I was at school, it was a lot of it was about uh, greenhouse uh, gases and fossil fuels, and um, but it was also um, some of this stuff started to creep in. The I'm offended stuff was starting to creep in just then. The idea that you should do or say something just because someone says I'm offended and I used to find that hilarious as a, as a school kid because when someone said when one of the girls said to me I'm offended I used to go go fuck yourself I used to think it was hilarious that they would give me that as an answer like like that was going to do something little did I know what was coming oh wow I love this comment so Tracy Davenport says the biggest misogynist mouths in the on the planet are men in dresses hanging out in female spaces, and I have seen evidence to suggest that 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 is actually such a spot on comment. Fair play to you, Tracy Davenport. Fair play. I wouldn't have brought that up today. That is a fantastic point. Well said. Nothing to add. That's brilliant. Well said. So I'm gonna to have to rush through some of this stuff because I know I was very late for a lot of it yesterday. So I am trying to, yeah. 
Uh, see, when I press one, I can't read it. That's the only problem. Hi, Tom. My sister attempted many times before she succeeded. I will never get over it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to hear that, Christine. Um, yeah, I am. I uh, really am. There's not much I can say. I've had lost someone from suicide myself, so I know the big hole that it leaves. What I will say, though, is you've, you've said something there that's very important that people need to realise. One is that if someone's determined to do it, you can't stop them. Um, but but if you can get someone sedated for a month by, by the proper people, you may save their life because sometimes that's all they need is a shift of perspective. Um, and the other thing as well is you see people say, oh, God, I can't believe so-and-so is doing it. It's, did it. They're, they're, not, they're not like that. The person, one of the people that, the person that I lost was on suicide watch. <laughs> um, he was always talking about it. But when you ever asked him about it, would you really? No, no, no. God, you know me. I hate pain. I hate... No, no. So he'd have that. But even so, he was blatantly the most fragile. But all of us said, he's not that kind of bloke. And even though, he was, even in the end, when he was actually starting talking about it and started losing his mind and everything else, people still wouldn't believe it. So you wouldn't believe his last day on earth. He had an argument with his missus. And she let him walk out the house, disappear off. She didn't bother phone in, find out where he was, nothing. He went and hung himself. Um, because, and then people go afterwards, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I didn't see it coming. It's, it's, it's like, you see all these news reports where everybody says, oh, wouldn't that, you know, no, nobody can believe it. It's like, yeah, nobody can believe it. Because most of the time they weren't listening, they weren't watching, they weren't seeing. But it doesn't mean it weren't there. Um, Suicide isn't a certain type of person. It's it's a certain situation. That, you know, it's not a certain type of person. It's a certain situation. But people will try and try again if they want to. That's what happened with him. That's why he was on Suicide Watch. He tried a couple of times about um, whether that was a cry for help. I think it actually was. But when he didn't get that, he just went, fuck it. I'm out of here. You know? So I'm trying to get some of the last of these in. Oh, absolutely. The Marxists have destroyed everything, nearly everything that many of us hold dear. And that's what's up to us, to keep holding that dear and to teach your kids to hold these ideals dear. And remember, it, it, the reason it's up to you to teach them that is one, because you're the parents, but two, they ain't going to get taught it nowhere else. You can't rely on schools to teach the values that they used to teach. Um, there is a war going on and they don't care if your kids are the casualties. That's what I've been trying to tell you. And they haven't done for about 40 years now. So, you know, if you've got kids, I'd be a lot more interested to know what's going on on a day-to-day -day basis in their schools. I mean, to the point where my friend's kid was going to school and her kid was teaching her, sorry, a kid was taught fucking um, animal sacrifice by a pagan teacher. And it's just so, what? How's this, How this happening? Um, that was on the Isle of Wight. So people are doing what the fuck they want in schools. They always have. 
so yeah you know it's, it's an area where people need to look seriously and realize like i say the damage that can get done no we shouldn't mollycoddle the kids no we shouldn't go overboard no we really shouldn't i get all that but at the same time look at the landscape right now they are deliberately messing with the fabric of society of everything else and the kids are the ones that are the battleground where they're doing this and the kids are the ones that will pay for this and then everybody will pay for it as a result when when you have a bunch of fuck-ups that don't know themselves, let alone how to run a country or anything else. I'm being totally serious. There's going to be very few really good people out of certain generations, not because they're a stupid generation, because a generation of people that were just fucked with, you know, a bunch of experiments. What a great legacy. So anyway, I've been talking too long. I think I've made my point. Um... Appreciate you coming on. Um, but look, I'm not a Christian. I'm an atheist. Well, I say atheist, maybe anti-theist. But, but what I would say is, yeah, Christian values, why not? Because they're far better than the values that are being taught out right now. And they certainly kept this country on the straight and narrow for a very long time. So, yeah. And Christian values would have stopped us having mosques here. So, yeah, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Fair fucking play to you, Vin. Fair play. And I've, I've heard other parents say the same thing. Parents have had enough. But I just want to appeal to the ones that maybe haven't or don't know what's going on and also just don't realise the damage that being around, say, women or if you're or if, it, or if it's against women and you're around men, being around these people who are constantly telling you you're toxic before you've even had the chance to grow up to be judged in the first place you're judging yourself then from that point um and that can be a hard rock to get out from underneath so again imagine the weight of a weight of having your pre pre parent or someone like that pressure you into changing your sex and then one day you grow up you go through puberty and you decide that what the fuck was that all about oh no you know and suddenly it's not so much of a meme anymore, but a really serious subject. Um, expect suicides to rise. I love you all. Thank you so much for joining me. So I didn't mean, I hope I haven't brought the, the, the mood down, but at some point these things need to be spoke about seriously. Um, we need to talk about them seriously. And you know what? I meant to put an invite link out for you guys to join me today, and I totally forgot. But our numbers have been low today anyway, so... I didn't really advertise or anything. I'm going to be on live with Jupiter on Monday for an interview. Um, I will be going live possibly tomorrow night with um, Voice of Wales. I'm not sure yet. So um, just hang on for an announcement on that one. And at some point, Danny Ross will be coming up too. So plenty going on. Um, and I've also got a couple of shows to release as well. So there's plenty going on. And this subject, as I said, there's a deeper side to all this that I'll come to, but I think that's going to take some more, I think it's going to take some more research and stuff before I come to you with it, but there's some serious damage being done, and if we don't stop it, who's going to? Seriously, who's going to? Um, it's, it, it's so much up to us in so many ways, and I hate to put it like that, because it's like I'm saying, well, we don't do something about it, it's all our own fault, and it's not a fault, but we still need to do something about it. Anyway, I love you all. I'm Tom Fury, and I am Rude by Choice. Take care, everyone.